the Vatican. This podcast is brought to you by Sean Markham, Cecilia Onrood, Charlie's McMenis, and Maddie Rutherford. In cooperation with Mr. Fallet and the Sacred Structures 4G class at Holy Family High School, following along with the complimentary visual guide, refer to the pictures. We would like to break down for you the history of the Vatican, how it came to be, and why. Let's begin by exploring the old Vatican structure. Even at its very early beginnings, the Vatican was a basilica marking the location of St. Peter's martyrdom. The obelisk, as seen in figure one, now standing in front of the basilica, is an authentic Egyptian structure built thousands of years prior to the formation of St. Peter's Square. Its origins are unknown, but it was brought to Rome in the early first century under the rule of Emperor Caligula, which is why it may sometimes be referred to as Caligula's obelisk. In the 16th century, Pope Sixtus V ordered the obelisk to be moved to its now permanent location in St. Peter's Square. The 135-foot-tall structure is topped with a cross to signify its new Christian purpose, and the cross is said to contain relics of Christ. The Vatican Basilica's first construction was in the 4th century under the rule of Emperor Constantine. St. Peter's grave itself was placed outside of Rome's city walls as ancient law prevented burial within its limits. The tomb was that of a poor man. The apex of the dome now stands directly over his tomb emphasizing the importance of his leadership and role in the development of the established Catholic Church. At Constantine's order, it was built in Rome and was finished about 30 years later. Papal coronations took place at the the Basilica, and in 846, the Saracens destroyed and looted the Basilica. This included St. Peter's tomb and the Holy Shrine. With this having happened, Pope Leo the fourth built a wall and decided to rebuild the destroyed parts of the basilica by the 15th century the basilica was falling apart so the pope assigned architects leon battista alberti and bernardo rossellino to improve it while trying to repair the structure leon battista alberti said the structure was far from being able to be reconstructed after much consideration pope julius ii a renaissance enthusiast decided it would be best to tear down and completely rebuild the basilica. Construction began in 1506. This beautiful basilica possible. The original design of the church was the contribution of Donato Bramante. He envisioned a Greek cross plan, though this idea was tossed before construction began. Bramante worked from about 1506 to 1514. Bramante worked from about 1506 to 1514 on St. Peter's Basilica. The next contributors were Giuliano de Sangolo, Raphael Sanzio, and Friar Giovanni Giocondo. Sangolo was known for aiding in the transition back to a Latin-style plan and succeeded Bramante as co-architect from 1515 to 1516. Sanzio also helped move the church to a Latin plan by suggesting a Greek cross in which one face was extended, much like a traditional cruciform plan we see in many churches in that time period. Sanzio worked on the church from about 1514 to 1520. Giocondo was a co-architect with Sanzio and Sangallo from 1514 to 1515, and was another advocate of Latin style. The next two architects to contribute to the Basilica's construction were Antonio de Sangallo, 
from 1520 to 1546, and Baldassar Peruzzi from 1520 to about 1536. Sangala was known for constructing a wooden model of the new plan, which would be wider to include the entire area of the old basilica. Peruzzi worked as a co-architect under Sangala. Next, we have Michelangelo Buonarroti from 1554 to 1564. He proposed a Greek cross plan with a portico, as shown in figure 5, revising the work of his predecessors and attempting to revert back towards Bramante's original plan. Other accomplishments of Michelangelo include the dome, figure 6, the ceiling, figure 7, and the Last Judgment, all of which are some of the most quintessential features of the Basilica and still attract tourists and pilgrims from all over the world to this day. Michelangelo was called... Oh, <laughs> Michelangelo was followed by Giacomo da Vignola <laughs> from about 1564 to 1575, who continued to work on the structural aspects of the building. Following Vignola and Michelangelo were Domenico Fontana and Giacomo della Porta. Fontana worked on St. Peter's Basilica from about 1586 to 1607. He continued work on the dome, but is also responsible for moving the Egyptian obelisk to the front of the church. This placement of the obelisk is, as a central focal point contributes to its importance. Giacomo della Porta's co contribution of completing Michelangelo's dome took place from 1587-1603. One of the final architects for the new St. Peter's Basilica was Carlo Maderno from 1603-1629. Maderno extended the east wall of the structure, finally settling on a Latin cross plan. In addition to this, Maderno is responsible for a majority of the facade of the building. Last but not least is John Lorenzo Bernini. Bernini worked intermittently on the furnishings of the Basilica from 1626 to 1666, most notably the Baldacchino and the Cathedral Petri. The construction of the new Basilica could not have been possible without the con contributions of all these architects together. The line of architects responsible for its construction were anything but random as each had an important role and were chosen specifically for Located such. in the Vatican City, construction of the new basilica began in 1506 and was completed in 1615, as we already know. It was to be constructed by Bramante, but when he unexpectedly died in 1514, Pope Leo X replaced Raphael, Friar Giovanni Giocondo, and Riolano da Sangallo to take on the project. They decided to change the plan from a Greek cross to a Latin cross plan. In 1527, Rome was once again sacked. Pope Paul III hired Antonio da Sangallo, the younger, to continue the construction, and he went back to the original Greek cross plan. In 1546, when Sangallo died, Michelangelo took over until his death in 1564. By this time, the drum of the dome was almost complete. Piero Ligorio and Giacomo de Vignola then took over construction. The dome was fully completed around the time of Pope Sixtus V, 1585 to 1590, and Gregory XIV in 1590 to 1591. Ordered from the lantern to be placed above the dome, later Clement 
VIII ordered the apse of the old basilica to be destroyed and the new one was built. Pope Paul V decided to revert back to the Latin cross plan. They did this by extending the nave into what we have today. The structural and aesthetic purposes of the basilica extend beyond what meets the eye. The Latin cross plan signifies a journey in which the altar marks the end point. In taking the form of the cross, the building itself represents the passion of, and death of Christ and our call to take up our own crosses to follow him. The colonnade around the plaza draws you in towards the altar. The designs and artwork of St. Peter's Basilica is a blend of Renaissance and Baroque styles. The large interior pilasters, capitals, feature leaves curling over to add to an organic appeal. The organic motif is continued in each individual element slash detail works together, like paintbrush strokes to a painting. St. Peter's has a very strong balance and creates a very pleasing rhythm to the eyes. The interior is very open and decorated. The decorations come together to create this masterpiece of a building. The front facade features St. Thaddeus, St. Matthew, St. Philip, St. Thomas, St. James the Elder, St. John the Baptist, Christ the Redeemer, St. Andrew, St. John the Evangelist, St. James the Younger, St. Bartholomew, and St. Simon. Uh, this image is from left to right in order of appearance. Um, the throne is decorated with the biblical scene of a lamb, a symbol of the papacy, when Jesus said to St. Peter, feed my sheep. It is also placed under a window with a dove, and this symbolizes the Holy Spirit coming down. The golden rays and angels coming from the window symbolize heaven coming to earth. The pier of the dome features mosaics of the four evangelists. The, the cupola features mosaics of all the apostles, Christ the Redeemer, St. John the Baptist, Mary, and St. Paul. St. Peter's Basilica has a very rich history over its many years of buildings. It reflects the different styles of many architects and has the taste of time. Standing as the largest church in the world, the legacy of St. Peter's lasts far beyond its architects. Thank you for dropping in on us for this dive into the history of St. Peter's. Music.